0: Oh, that's a tremendous looking trophy. Welcome to the number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name is Dawn and Joining me, Ashley Hopley.
1: Hey, Dylan. How are we going today?
0: I'm absolutely fantastic. Good to 10 hear. 10 out of 10. Couldn't be better. That's for sure.
1: Awesome. <laughs> awesome to hear. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, just powering through those Kingdom Hearts. They definitely came out just like I said it would all along.
0: Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I I believe you got rid of your right to play the game after making so many jokes, but you mm. know, whatever. Mm, did I? They took your money. They, they took your money still. So <laughs> I would have turned you down, nonetheless. Um, if you want to hear us talk a lot about Kingdom Hearts, we did do that on last week's Arcade Couch episode, of course. Um, and we'll be doing a review discussion uh, a full spoilery spoilery one in the next couple of weeks or so, some point whenever me and ash have both finished it and sorted it out when we'll we'll do that so keep your eye on our socials for that of course but yeah kingdom hearts is out we'll talk about the trophies a little bit at the end of the show but other than that i hope everyone's enjoying it i'm enjoying it most importantly are you enjoying it ash yeah i'm enjoying it mostly good then I was right in the world fucking gummy ships though. Well apart from gummy ships, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is I'll I'll say they've always been bad, right? They're a little bit better, but they're still bad. Is how I'd describe the gummy ships in 3. Yeah, I'm not sure if they are better. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're a little bit better because it feels I like at least there's, there's just like a, a little bit more to do. I just feel, yeah, but I feel like cuz there is more. At least you could just power through. Yeah, you can skip a lot, but for stuff for for sickos who actually like the stuff, there's more to do, I guess. Um, all right, let's let's dive into one of last week's uh, biggest stories. I think, or an in- interesting story uh, that will become more interesting once we see what actually comes of it. But Quantic Dream has had a ma- majority stake acqui- uh, acquired of it by the Chinese mega mobile giant that minority. is minority net is yeah minority sorry um netease so this comes from IGN it says the official na- announcement states that this is to quote further the development and distribution of global online games quantic dream will continue to operate independently under the direction of veterans david cage and gilmain d fondus Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. This strategic investment aims to support the studio's vision of becoming a global multi-franchise entertainment company and to develop advanced technologies and games for the future. The article then continues to say how the global online aspect of this statement applies to Quantic Dream is currently unknown as while, as while its games have incorporated some online elements in the past, such as showing how many players chose specific decisions in Detroit, they are largely offline story-based single-player experiences. Yeah, so what, what do you make of this story? NetEase acquiring a majority, uh, majority stockhold of Quantic Dream. Minority. You keep what's saying majority. Which I, is the, yeah, opposite. What's the New word. I'm refuse to fix I'm refusing to say change it. New word.
1: Anyway. Um it, yeah, it seems an odd decision by NetEase. Because they're kind of known for online multiplayer stuff. And Quantic is not. So <laughs> um yeah, it seems like an interesting choice. Obviously, for the first time in twelve years, they'll look to go multi-platform and be off PlayStation, um, which is probably best for them. They want to get the type of games they've got. I guess you need to get as big a possible uh, player base because then they're a little bit niche, although I'm pretty sure Detroit did pretty well last year. But uh, yeah. Like 3 million or something, I think. Yeah. Just interesting to see what the long-term implications are.
0: I don't think this changes... I, I don't think it's going to be on Xbox. I don't think this means, like, Quantic Dream is suddenly on Xbox. I think at most this means then next I think game Whatever's
1: will, Next will be released mm, as well as on PlayStation.
0: I reckon Whatever's Next potentially is just PS4 plus PC. Really? I don't reckon it means stretching it. Yeah, because that's not what... I just don't see that with NetEase. I see, if anything... If anything, NetEase means they're going to make a mobile spin-off game or something that they can make some of money off. Some free-to-play decision-based <laughs> mobile game with a Conner spin-off. Yeah, you uh, uh, right. have to G- put microtransactions in to replay sections. I would,
1: and <laughs> I would play that where it's like there's like small cases you have to solve. It's a
0: possibility. It's a possibility, and it makes more sense with the NetEase thing because that's the thing. Yeah. It's we're not we're not talking about, uh, you know, t- your Activision, THQ, uh, Ubisoft, you know, whatever, you, yeah, quote unquote normal, I <laughs> guess, publishers. So like NetEase, I just brought up a list. They, they th- these are the games they 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 put out, right? So PC games, Fantasy West Westworld Journey Two, Westward Journey Online Two, Texia Revelation, Demons, like all these big, just. MMO ish uh, money sinking th- things, mobile games, fantasy Westward Journey mobile, Westward Journey mobile. So these are just games with mobile strapped onto the end of them. Kung Fu Panda Three mobile, the game, the X World, and uh, Chrono watch vibes things. Um, and then they also license 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 licenses uh, for yep. online games. Um, I think Overwatch as well. Yeah, operates Overwatch in. China, so that's a big part of their their thing, and that's because they whole Blizzard deal, which happened early last year, I think, or something along those. They got into, um, got into line there with 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 Blizzard, and they've got the that's presumably that I think they'll have a hand in that, uh, Diablo mobile game that's probably going to come out. I think I'll have to look more into that, but I believe that's probably a thing that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, when everyone's like, oh, Quantic Dream, Xbox, you know, because everyone just jumps to. Xbox assum- assumably when presumably when people say these sorts of things but yeah to me it it just seems that doesn't seem to fit the the netties ac- like why would they put money in to get it on Xbox that's not really in their what they do they they make games that are free to play or subscription service based things yeah. you know that's what that's that's what they help put put out uh so helping helping them put out Detroit 2 say and having it be on Xbox as well doesn't really fit the the storyline. Although yeah. them having helping them make a Detroit spin-off or something or a brand new mobile game IP that is has loot boxes or fucking something. I I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that that's the route I see this this kind of taking. A either a new IP that's a mobile game that has uh monetary transactions in it or maybe i don't know how it would work but maybe porting detroit to mobile or something along those lines and then offering the that first seems. hour as a free free thing and then you can buy chapters for for money each or you know something like that all of these options make more sense to me than NetEase is helping them put it out on xbox which then would be weird to me also because i'd have to wonder how like, even though it's not a Sony first-party game, I'd be like, does Sony have some money in no. Detroit being a PlayStation exclusive? Yeah, I'm sure, sure there's some sort of agreement. Yeah. So they can't just port that over to, to Xbox, no. but maybe they could make a mobile spin off or port it to mobile. It's more likely they could port, put Detroit on mobile than on Xbox or something. So I don't know.
1: It's interesting they say they want to be a multi-franchise entertainment company. I mean, because yeah. none of their properties really
0: warrant a sequel or really... Detroit does, depending on like kind of the ending you get, I guess. Yeah, but
1: then how are you going to do a sequel to Detroit?
0: You have to pick a canon ending. Like yeah, you have to pick a canon, which
1: kind of defeats the purpose of the game. <laughs> but it I guess does, yeah. Infamous 2 sort of did that, didn't
0: it? Uh, yeah, Infamous... Uh two the a cannon ending from yeah. Infamous One for what happened to Cole. So yeah. it's kind of what you have to do with these games often when you yeah. offer player choice, I think but player choice you, doesn't Yeah, if you,
1: you do that, you sort of split your player base well, at least a little bit. Like people are like, I'm not gonna play it. This the yeah taking away my ending.
0: Um, um yeah.
1: do you think Sony's made a mistake not buying Quantic Dream?
0: No, not really. No, I don't think yeah. they're that big of a... I've,
1: no, I've seen a couple of things, like people saying, oh, why didn't they buy Quantic Dream? But, yeah, it's probably not the smartest decision.
0: Especially I, yeah, I don't think given
1: it's... their culture, maybe they knew certain issues. They yeah, well, there's that as well, of course. Of.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Sony, Sony, even though they put out Detroit last year, they had a distance from that because they weren't an in-house studio, yeah. you know, compared to if they actually had brought them years ago after Heavy Rain or Beyond or something, I suppose. Yeah. At which point then, yeah, when all that drama was happening with them and still continues to kind of happen, then it would have been blood on Sony's hands as well, I guess. So, yeah. Um it, The IGN article c- continues on here a little bit to say, in an, in an interview with Variety CEO, how do you reckon we say is it Goulomain de Fondemir? Sure. I, sure. French, I presume. <laughs> uh, said Quantic Dream's objective is to be, quote, present on all platforms where there is an audience that can enjoy our experiences. We will, of course, continue developing on PlayStation, a platform that we know very well after having worked with Sony for 12 years, but will also be pre- pre- present on all relevant platforms with a strong focus on in-house development we're constantly looking for partners that complement us in the development of creation of the next generation of games said Ethan Wang VP of NetEase. Quantic Dream's excellence in interactive storytelling and valuable expertise it has built over the past two decades is exactly what we're looking for we're very pleased to partner with Qu- Quantic Dream and we hope to create incredible great game experiences for players all over the globe. I think the other interesting thing about all these things and the first thing that Came to my mind when when this has happened is David Cage basically is kind of like a Kojima and I'm the only the only line I'm drawing is that he's someone who's in games but kind of wishes he was making movies, you know, like <laughs> he tra- he treats making movies as like a movie director and he treats it that way. So when when they get purchased or not purchased when they this stuff with NetEase happened, I'm like, well, David Cage isn't going to be happy to make shitty little mobile games, you know like there's someone who who wants to tell these big epic stories and uh, try and make the graphics as realistic as possible, motion capture, capture big actors, Hollywood actors, uh, sometimes in the past, you know, of course. And so, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing, I suppose. We'll, we'll
1: have to see. Yeah, to- such an odd pairing.
0: <laughs> Very odd pairing. It's like, Sure. Of all the companies, net ease go after... Yeah.
1: Because, you know, the French and the Chinese, they're, they're so tight.
0: They're, you know. I hear such things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, now we're going to go through a whole bunch of a bit more rumours, speculation stuff coming up here, but it's, it's that time of the year, everyone. Uh, Last of Us composer Gustavo Santicola? Santayola Oh my god it's that kind of episode where a bunch of people's names I can't pronounce has hinted at last of us Two's release date in a concert recently saying that the game is coming soon so he was apparently doing a uh, concert playing a a bunch of songs from the last of us one he then said he was going to play a little bit from last of us two and then said oh you can look forward to checking out the game because it's coming out very soon so I guess the question is do you think he's just not really in the know and just thinks it must be coming soon because he's recently wrapped work on the, the soundtrack or are you going to take this and run with it and say, yes, last of us two 2019 confirmed.
1: It's out next week, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely. I Yeah. I think it's definitely not in the next three, four months. It's definitely probably next year or whenever PS5 decides to drop um yeah i think it's just he's finished work on it and that's he doesn't know any better i guess or
0: yeah it was just trying Uh, to make
1: people happy or like a bit of good press i don't know
0: yeah i'm I'm on the side of just presuming he thinks like he may have wrapped it was just like a slip of the tongue just a yeah you know coming soon it could mean december for all we know and that's yeah. Like relatively soon, I it's suppose. Not like in the, in years away. Spectrum. Spectrum of things. But uh, no, I suppose take that one with a grain of salt and take these following ones as well. As we talk about PS5. There has been a whole bunch of PS5 rumors come shooting through the, the door this last week. So let's get into them. Sony has filed a patent. Is it patented or is it patented? Patent. 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 Okay. Just checking, just checking, because today, where I'm 100% fine and there's nothing wrong with me, I'm a little bit off, even though there's absolutely nothing wrong with me yep, today. Yeah, just English Absolute, is difficult today. It Words. More so than others, you know? Not saying it's always easy, but today, more so than others. <laughs> uh, Sony has filed a patent for uh, that has hinted that backwards ca- compatibility coming to PS5. So this article comes from PlayStation Lifestyle. It says, by all accounts, it seems... All but confirmed that the PlayStation 5 will feature backwards compatibility. A patent recently registered by Sony suggests that just how serious the company is on this feature. Not only is Sony looking into backwards compatibility with PlayStation 4, but it looks like they also want to have backwards compatibility with every PlayStation console that came before it. According to the patent, which is in Japanese, of course, the system will allow the CPU of the PS5 to interpret the inner workings of the four previous PlayStation systems, in a way that the PS5 would essentially replicate the functions of the predecessors, this will allow programs made for these systems to run as best they can on Sony's newest console. It was designed as a way to look for potential errors in the synchronization process and promptly eliminate them. Uh, so, what do you reckon? I mean, Patent it's possible. Has been filed. You reckon it's plausible to have some super super machine that can...
1: I mean, it's just software that I assume is able to make it seem like it's a PS1 machine or a PS2. Um, do you reckon it mean this means if you put a PS1 disc, it's going to read? Or is it just stuff from your digital account more than anything else?
0: I reckon it's just digital account. Like, surely... Having yeah. a disc reader that can read all these different uh, uh, CD files. Well, they're just DVD CDs. So. Stuff, so. I suppose, but... Suddenly your PS1
1: <laughs> catalogue is goes up in value. My like couple of copies
0: of Final Fantasy whatever's that I st- still own for PS1. Yeah, I'd rather whip uh, out the version that has trophies and looks better things, but that's okay.
1: What if they bring in trophies?
0: You're just sticking a random PS One game and it's just add trophies to it. Yeah, Dylan's all of a sudden flying around to a bunch of secondhand stores. <laughs>
1: <laughs> eBay is suddenly very popular. Um, yeah.
0: I get a Croc Platinum.
1: Do we need PS One, PS Two?
0: That's the Backwards bigger question. <laughs> That's the bigger question. Do ugh, this is the thing that worries me. Isn't this what PS now is for? <laughs> yes. And this, yeah, this is what I'm yeah. saying. This is the thing that worries me. Is, like, they they set up this PS Now thing very early in the PS4's life cycle. And Australia just still doesn't have it. And we talked about this last week, of course. They're only just getting around to kind of fixing a lot of problems by adding the, the ability to download games and stuff. And in my mind, when PS is working good, and they start adding more to that catalogue... And it's it's up and running in Australia, cloud streaming games, download games, whatever, then yeah, yeah, you have on there you, your PS3 games, your PS2 games, your PS1 games, whatever, and you go to war with Xbox's Xbox's game pass service. And that's where you do it. But I feel like then if you're putting a lot of effort into if we we're going the route of, oh, you can stick your fucking PS2 discs into your PS5 or something. That's like, well, that seems like counterproductive of having two different departments working on things that yeah. it's like, we'll just put all the effort into one of them. Like, we don't need to fuck around on to both. I know. People Dude, like having, owning something,
1: I think, still. Um, and being able to play for the foreseeable future, guaranteed. Uh it's not gonna get the PT treatment where it's suddenly pulled off the store and you can't play it anymore. Other uh, licensed games at the moment are also getting pulled, that sort of thing. So I mean to oh. a certain extent it's archival, I guess. Uh-huh. Um yeah. I think yeah I think the digital store thing is probably the more important thing if they because people are gonna be super pissed if it's PS five comes out and they can't play the all the stuff they've put on PS4. I think that mm-hmm. that is important to consumers. It is something that they need to have in PS5. Yeah. And, I, and it just makes the transition easier for everybody. <laughs> like, oh, I can just... I can
0: get down you, with the, like, digital storefront being accessible on... That's something I would 100% get behind. Like, because that's more worrisome than... Because the, the thing to me with physical games, right, so my PS1 games, to me, they're, it's just... My PS1 games work on my PS1, and when I get the next console... I Like, I know PS1 games work on PS2, for example, but I wouldn't have expected them to because in my, my consoles throughout history, uh, majority your of them... Your Nintendo cartridge the Q,
1: shouldn't work in a Super Nintendo.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so apart from a, 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 a couple, like Xboxes and your PS1, uh, PS2 Game with Boys. PS1 games, and the first version of the PS3 before they got rid of the, the backwards compatibility part of that, most consoles throughout history are just the only games that work on it are the games designed for it and that's fine and i don't think that's a problem i do think the bigger problem is what you were talking about just then is the i don't have access to all the games i brought on ps3 on my ps4 you know that is a bigger problem to me because that is literally a digital marketplace and in my mind there's no reason i shouldn't be able to play those on the next console because it's not a physical thing, you know? It's just a digital file. It's just code. Yeah. So get that to work, if anything. I don't need my physical... I would... Yeah, I'd rather that. I'd rather be able to boot up my PS5, have access to all the PS4 games I brought digitally, and all the PS3 games I brought digitally, and that would be way cooler than being able to stick any physical previous PlayStation disc into the console and have, have it worked to me. That's way better. Because all the all the years of PS3 games I had and brought, I just don't... I They're, they're forgotten, really, because I don't turn on my PS3. They're, they're just gone. Yeah. But there may be some random things in there that if I actually had access to them and could scroll through them in the same library, that I would be like, oh, yeah, might might actually do that, but I can't. So if the PS5 came out and was like, hey, here's all your PS4 digital games. Here's all your PS3 digital games. That's what... I would like that's the dream I suppose out, out of this backwards compatibility question it's backwards compatibility digitally that I'm interested yeah. in more so than console backwards com- compatibility I guess
1: yeah does that in your mind does it make digital ga- digital purchases more appealing because then if if the next generation is is backwards compatible then your games have a longer life like, if you buy a PS4, a PS3 game, it's only got, like, a six-year life cycle before you can't play it anymore, unless you just keep your PS3 constantly. You know what I mean? Whereas if you buy something on Steam, it doesn't matter what computer you have, you'll still be able to play it 10, 20 years from now.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's... Yeah, that that is way more appealing. And I, yeah. I suppose the other thing is here for this argument is what I was just saying before about having... You know, in my mind, PS1 games are just tied to the console. And I'm saying that, yes, in my mind, buying something digitally, I don't associate it directly to the console like I do with a physical item. Um, You could be like, well, it's the exact same thing, Dylan. What's the difference? I'd be like, well, it's a digital item versus a physical item. It's just a file compared to a disc it's got to read, you know? So I feel like it should just be easier to get to work (laughs) i don't know um and uh, if we're asking what would prefer and what's more interesting uh what would get our socks off a bit more then yeah the the digital library my entire playstation digital library actually being accessible to me and not getting basically lost into oblivion once the ps5 comes out and i have to start again kind of because that was the thing i remember when um Remember when I got my PS4, I, I opened up the library and I downloaded like a couple of things that I, I could for free because I already owned them on PS3, like uh, flowers, sound shapes, and I think they might have been something else. I don't know. But, you know, like a couple of games that I could just get. But other than that, I remember when I opened my the PS4 for the first time, it was like that new console, literally like a new console feeling because going into where it said, you know, games you owned, it was just empty. Whereas I'd just come off my PS3 and every time I opened up games I owned in that, it was, you know thousands or whatever hundreds of hundreds of uh items in there. So I'd much I would like to open the PS5 and just be like, yeah, here's your five thousand fucking things that you actually own across your entire Sony family. Vita included, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to count the Vita. Yeah, wh- which would interest you more? Of what? Of physical, like being able to the physical Put your physical games in or like your digital library, which I'm more... Digital sure.
1: library by miles, yes.
0: Mm.
1: Although it'd be, yeah. What? I know. It, it would, it, yeah. It's just too much hassle to find all those old games, I think.
0: <laughs> and most people yeah. want the digital future anyway, so it's just yeah. like, no, as you're just saying good. about Steam, it's just more attractive. Yeah. Steam's not attractive, but the library is. <laughs> yeah just digital games on pc is attractive yes uh so one last bit of ps5 potential news Uh, unsurprisingly sony seems to be ramping up its focus and move to ps5 development so once again story coming from playstation lifestyle just he writes to some, it may seem too far to start talking about the next generation of consoles. Well, you shouldn't be listening to this show because uh, t- talk about it quite often. After all, the PS5 is doing amazingly, recently reaching over 90 million units sold. However, the PS4, PS4 coming up on its sixth birthday, it's no question that the development of the PS5 is slowly ramping up and, and pro- as a priority for first party studios. An analyst named Daniel Ahmed, does, is his fucking name we've had all episode? I think no, hold on, David <laughs> Cage, You're right? second easiest who works at market research company nico nico partners nico partners seems to have the scoop on ps5 and how SIE is approaching its development uh they wrote on reset error in a thread and said ps5 dev kits are out there and i've heard positive things about it but i wouldn't expect any information in the immediate future 2019 will be another solid year for the platform due to the large install base, growing network sales, strong third-party software, first-party software, and back catalog Lineup for the first half of the year is set, but second half is still in flux. Sony also has a couple of unannounced games, already existing IP, with PS4 in mind. But I'm conscious that there have been discussions around making them cross-gen slash next-gen titles. In general, most of the focus for Sony first parties is now on PS5 right now. It is still early to talk about next gen, but I imagine we'll hear some whispers come out of GDC. I mean, a story that makes sense, but at the same time, exciting, I think.
1: I mean, is this anything we didn't already know other than them actually having dev kits out? I think we uh, all assumed I, that their first party was more looking towards PS Five. Anyway,
0: yeah, definitely an assumption. I still like to hear it because I'm on <laughs> the, you know, over here at Platinum Platinum Explosion, we are a team. I'm excited about the potential of PS Five, and I would like to hear more about it. And I'm actually ready for another console. So, uh, not financially, any little snippet- but yeah. <laughs> 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 Any little snippet I can get is interesting. The other thing I think that stands out from that post, though, is that they have the end of year in flux, apparently, which makes me think, yeah. like, Last of Us, of course, if they're talking, like, make it a cross-generational game. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, for all we know, could actually be a, a lot longer further than we could have thought about. Don't yeah. really know. And, and then, of course, you've got Death Stranding, Yep. Which is obviously going to be a cross show game. Come on, let's be for real. Yeah, let's get it together. Um, well, and the then, other, yeah, the
1: the couple of unannounced games that are already existing IPs is probably an yes, interesting that's the interesting thing one. out of that. What do Which? You,
0: well, it's like Horizon. You would assume surely
1: the Horizon sequel. Yep, is in the works. The, the, only,
0: the other one I was going to chuck out there was potentially um, would. There could be a kill zone game because I don't know if they rotated, you know, like did gorilla, Oh, yeah,
1: they were doing, they did have like a split team, I think, didn't I they? I think they did. Initially.
0: So then they could have rotated off like Frozen, the DLC for Horizon, Frozen, whatever. And then everyone was all bored. Like another kill zone game for all we know. And then people could be finishing up a kill zone game this year while some more people rotate back around to starting up Horizon 2
1: maybe you know
0: could be looking at this
1: i oh, know did shadow fall d- do very well well
0: i don't know i feel like the numbers would be higher than you would expect solely because it was a launch, launch. game yeah. so i know a lot of people got it but then killzone was like a big part of sony's history i know a lot of people don't like the franchise but it's like it's sony's kind of flagship FPS the, that yeah. remains, and even when Resistance was around, it was still Killzone was the flagship. You know, is the thing. Yeah. So they don't have one at the moment. If they're going to say that Killzone's retired, Resistance isn't. Re- well, of a Resistance game, yes, please. That's my preference, <laughs> but um yeah. I highly doubt that that franchise has yeah. kind of never performed as well as Killzone, or or critically, it was it did okay for the most part, but like interest wise most people liked killzone hellgar look cooler they got helmets and stuff so that's what everyone likes stormtroopers i don't know people like villains with uh, helmets is what i've come to discover yeah not they don't want,
1: they don't want to see people's faces when they kill them so yeah
0: that's that's the secret to it all so yeah i, I don't I know what else good. it could be though when i think about like sequels to to franchises that they could put, that would make sense not like not like digging into wild crazy like oh sly cooper you know crash you know something crazy i'm like thinking realistically maybe what they could have
1: another gt would be the only yeah, other I thing guess. i can think of yeah
0: yeah but, well, um, if they do another gt well, like
1: smaller stuff like maybe another astrobot they've got like some level design or well, some
0: fuck and now it's astrobot that that fast that was <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, that might be a bit, bit of a stretch, but...
0: <laughs> That'd be a very big stretch. Um, I could go... GT would make sense, though, because they could put out, like, a, uh end-of-generation prologue thing and then yeah. have uh, the, the next game come out because for ps the last 5. one
1: was sport, right? It wasn't, like, a proper...
0: It wasn't a proper game, though. It, was it sport, wasn't so. a numbered. No, nah, it wasn't numbered. So they could put GT... What is it? Is it six? I think. I'm not up to that i'm sorry i think let's just presume it's six but they could put out yeah gt6 prologue this year potentially maybe yeah and then put out gt6 next couple of years or something like that that could be a thing don't know but yeah uh if that comment holds true be interesting to see what happens in the second half of the year the first half they're probably just gonna chill i suppose you know, a lot of pe- Most people yeah. buying Kingdom Hearts are probably going to be buying it on PlayStation, of course. So they're they're going to be pretty happy with interest, I suppose, to ho- ho- carry on for it throughout the rest of the year. And I don't know how you
1: could play that game on another console. To be just out to say,
0: <laughs> well,
1: without yeah, any playing any of the previous games,
0: yeah, Unless you no bought it. On Xbox, unless you switch. The no only reason it's on it. Xbox is for people who switch consoles. I think. Yeah, okay, that's fair. It's just for people who played PlayStation and then it took 13 years for the game to come out and now they're playing Xboxes, so... It's been two generations since, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so people (laughs) people made it jump-shipped, I think. Mm, That's why that was fair. Thank you. All right. Mega Molecule finally lifted the NDA and the translucent wall that was keeping all the juicy things being made in Dreams... Uh, up and made me wish i'd actually gotten access to the beta because i was saying oh yeah i won't even bother asking for it because it's not like we'll be able to talk about it on the show so what's the point and then they lift this damn nda and i'm like motherfucker i should <laughs> i could have tried to get a code and would have been able to uh give it a look and actually talk about it now but so that's a little bit annoying um i want to talk about some of the the games and stuff you've potentially seen on twitter um a video i've, I've I've sent over here from Game Informer. But before I talk about that, get your overall impressions on uh, what do you think made them finally pull up the curtain? Do you think it was always a plan that they will, you know, keep it a secret for a while? Or do you think because of all the social media, uh, not backlash, but I guess like, you know, people giving them shit? I guess is one yeah. way to put it of just being like just fucking lift the end and help us help you sell your your damn game do you reckon that's what actually led to them pulling pulling back the curtain
1: uh, I think it was a bit of both I, I think maybe they did have a certain plan they're like oh if it's going well we'll just pull it but like if people are struggling to make stuff and the, there was a lot of issues I think they're like oh no we'll just keep quiet still until we fix some more stuff up I mean mm. yeah but yeah, the online push of people interested and also angry that they didn't get into the beta uh, bodes well for the release. I think, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's like it was the the amount of people I'd see responding to to the tweets like the one we talked about for um, what one was that for? The oh, PT, the PT one. Yeah, like all the people respond to that were basically like because one of the people that work at media molecule replied and said hey this is really cool but can you take it down everyone was replying to him just being like just fucking (laughs) let us share and talk about this stuff this is so cool and a lot of people being like i had no interest in this game but now i'm intrigued so there was definitely a lot of stuff i could see on twitter of people being like oh i suddenly get what dreams is kind of maybe but i don't really get what dreams is but it made this so that's cool i guess you know that that sort of reaction to it especially from a game that um unless you like read the game of former stuff and the game of former article and watched a lot of their their footage i guess or paid more attention to media molecules streams about dreams in the in the in the past six months or so it's like dreams to to a lot of people is this joke because it shows up as this weird thing at sony's conferences over the last couple years every now and then And then if that's all you kind of know of it, it's like, what the fuck is this game? Uh, Even if, and then of course, maybe you got to try it out like a PAX that we did, and maybe then you get a better idea, but still that didn't let you try out the creation tools. So a lot of people still would be like, how do I do anything? So the free marketing tool they had by just letting people share their creations, they were as a said when we talked about once before i thought they were yeah they're cock blocking themselves kind of i guess no
1: but then to a certain extent you wait till people have actually made some good stuff as well and then it all hits it you lift the nda it all hits at once whereas if they had a just from the start it would sort of trickle out
0: i guess i guess maybe they maybe they maybe they they played it the smartest way they could have just yeah they built that trump wall and then they knocked it down when they needed to (laughs) Everybody loves the wall And they built it in down. Dreams. <laughs> built in <laughs> Dreams, hashtag. <laughs> That's what Trump needs to That's do. That's the
1: only just, place you'll be able to get it made.
0: Yeah, I was like, just get Dreams, mate. Build the wall in there. <laughs> Make yourself happy. There you go. <laughs> do you There's a
1: game idea do. for you guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure fucking wouldn't be surprised if someone's actually done it by this stage. But um, yeah. yeah, so I saw Game Performer put together a cool video with a bunch of games. They had found that had been made in Dreams that were based off or recreations or video clips and all, all sorts of things of other games inside Dreams, which I do consider like surface-level entertainment stuff when it comes to Dreams. Like it's what everyone's kind of – I reckon there's every, this is what everyone's going to do. That's where we'll start with. Months. Yeah, it's like the easier go-to thing, and I'm sure people will be doing it for some time in the for the foreseeable future. But I can see a lot of people's like starting with, "Oh, I'll try to recreate one of my favorite games or something like that, or or a certain section or whatever," and then from that will spin out, and more people start trying to do their own ideas and whatever else. Not not to say that I haven't seen people creating their own stuff. I've seen lots of people creating their yeah. own stuff, but I do feel like the recreation of games we know or levels or characters or music or whatever that is the stuff that gets shared on twitter and is easily easy traction you know that's going to be the easy stuff you can sell to people hey here's pt hey here's dead space hey here's fucking something else more so than hey here's this new property blah 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 blah. that's the stuff that isn't going to interest people as easy even though that stuff is obviously i think the more cooler stuff because people actually as the title of the game is creating their, their dreams, I guess. But, um, in the video, you watched it, right?
1: Yeah, I watched it
0: (laughs) in the video. We see Zelda, a couple Zelda recreations, a dark souls, not recreation, but like a, a video of someone creating like a, a map or something. Uh, someone decided to recreate PlayStation home some fucking reason i don't know but uh someone did like a metal gear vr missions world uh basic character models on that in that one but it was kind of cool it's the same as the zelda one there was someone that kind of did a dodgy zelda character model but the world yeah. looked really cool and then there was another uh another one they showed where the character model was basically you could turn it off because the, the focus of it, it was bother, yeah. designing the the world and it looked really really pretty and really, really great. So that's what they're putting all their effort into. See, so the cool for, thing will for, be, and,
1: someone will be make a cool model of Zelda, and you'll be able to take it and put it in.
0: Yeah, that's that's yeah, that is the thing of dreams. Because then, and then the credits, and you look at there, you play for it, and then at the credits will say character model by so and so. So yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and that one looks really cool. There's another one where the, the was just floating around a field. There's a, a crappy character model, but the emphasis was on they recreated the, the Zelda music. So lots of people showing off like what their focus is in or what their interest is in, in, in dreams. And this is a thing we've been talked about before where, as you just said, people can come together. Like someone may be really good at character models. Someone may be really good at fucking grass textures. Some may be really good at, the, of course, gameplay design. No different than real world and people that actually make games, is people don't... There's not one person specializing in everything. In most cases, of course, some games are actually made by one person. But um, then we got a portal recreation, where they had a working portal gun. I don't think it was really any puzzles. It was just kind of showing off that they'd done it. Um, There was a Mario one, which all seemed kind of fine. The background wasn't there, I think. Like, it didn't have, like, the pretty cloud background or anything like that. Yeah, 2D Mario. Sorry, not... Not a not a three D Mario, and then also at the end where they jumped on the flag, the it didn't have like an auto animation to make Mario yeah. run inside the building. You could just do that yourself. So, a couple things. They not figure it a cup out. Cuphead still, yeah. <laughs> There's a cup head cuphead one. Cuphead was creepy, weird. Yeah, it's not that three D recreation. This is a three D cuphead. Yes, <laughs> where they're running around and shooting, but it's got the sound right. It's got the character models look right. I guess. Considering we haven't seen them in 3D in the yeah. game, so they looked kind of weird, freaky a little bit. But yeah. they was running around shooting things with their little handgun, and it was making the beep, 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 beep sound. So you can play Cuphead on PlayStation Four finally for all you people that have been waiting <laughs> for it. Just have to buy drinks. Not worth the wait. Uh, so yeah, yeah, the one yeah worth <laughs> every wait. Uh, someone did like a clank uh, puzzle game thing, which is kind of like from Ratchet & Clank, what, 2, 3 uh, onwards, where you the, do all these puzzle sections as Clank.
1: Yeah, the, the PS3 ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've just done a whole bunch, where because you, you, you in those you play as Clank, and you team up with other Clank robots, and then you can switch between controlling them, and stand on buttons and stuff to, to pull off puzzles, and someone had done that. The character model looked decent, not yeah. obviously perfect, a little bit too rectangle not not more designed better i suppose but that, having yeah. not tried out dreams i i'm wondering because a lot of the character models are very like basic shapes designed and not very like d- drawn i suppose is the way yeah. to, to describe it it makes me wonder if <laughs> these people are just creating the character models with like preset shapes in the game and that's how they're going about it because we do know you can sculpt stuff and that's where like the ps move controllers come into it and and these sorts of things but it does seem with a lot of character models that i've seen in videos they are just all built with basic shapes circles squares rectangles these sorts of things more so than people free drawing their own characters although apparently ps ps move uh, controllers have sold out in a lot of places at the moment around america so and everyone's putting the blame on dreams at the moment so <laughs> that's a that's potentially a thing yeah uh then someone did a flappy bird recreation in case you didn't keep your iphone that had that game on it installed and or maybe you did and you sold it on ebay for 99 dollars on nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars. or what if people were trying to sell those iphones that had flappy bird on it but fuck that shit now you rip someone off you can play it on dreams it's where all <laughs> dreams comes dreams come true like flappy bird It goes full circle. Flappy Bird was built by stealing Mario elements to make their game. And now someone is just recreating and stealing their game to (laughs) recreate it in dreams. Yeah. Uh, Someone did a Leisure Shoot Larry, which looked pretty good. Like the character models and everything in this one actually looked pretty spot on from the game, I thought. More so than any of the other ones in this video. They actually looked pretty legit apparently it was just the first uh level or like hotel section or, or whatever from classic leisure shoot larry um someone did final fantasy 7 uh a video like the dark souls one kind of just floats around and shows the the church they had a cloud model and an Aerith model i think there um just showing you around in Aerith's church so that was kind of cool um and that's also of course the interesting thing with dreams is it isn't just it's games, but they have talked about before, You know, short films, full on films, character animations, whatever you want to do. Uh, someone did PT, which I found out that I don't know if someone. Like, I'm I presume at this stage a lot of people have recreated PT, some better than others. But I felt yeah. in the video I was watching, not this one, but another one where someone was like live streaming and doing playing a bunch of like the most popular creations on uh dreams kind of and it looked that section kind of looked like how it did a little big planets. just like hey here's what's popular at the moment or blah 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 blah, blah. which media molecule i've t- talked about before like will you know rotate weekly or whatever so it's not just the same stuff sticking to your recommended section each week in week out but the pt demo wasn't even titled pt it was titled like something else and then when people clicked in and in it to play it, it like loads up and then all of a sudden you're playing PT. So it just freaked a bunch of people out because they're like, oh, I wonder what insert game title is. And then they click on yeah. it, like, oh, <laughs> this sounds intriguing by the description. And then it starts up that's PT. So kind of a troll recreation of PT, including the, the trollish description and everything that PT was known for. And the PT looked really, really good. A lot of people have seen this one at this stage. I think this was the most popular one that went around on Twitter. I think, out of all the ones I saw and was the one that was getting the most traction and talk about because a, it's PT, I suppose. Has yeah. a history. Has something of a legacy. A lot of people still love that and wish it had actually been a thing. A lot of people won't ever sell their PlayStations to keep PT around, but I watched someone play through the full thing just to... Because i don't ever seen that Twitter video, which is like two minutes or whatever. But I watched someone play through the full thing and it just looks like p.t. like if you didn't tell me it was dreams i would believe it's just p.t. it is spot on absolutely spot on which is crazy um and then the last one in the video was an old school uh wolfenstein like first wolfenstein uh game and level wasn't fully complete but the the gun and everything it looked old school enough and the the ui on screen looked cool so yeah. Uh what were some of your thoughts though watching these sorts of things? Any standouts? Any, any I mean, th- thoughts?
1: Obviously there's the obvious concern that everything is kind of licensed stuff. Um yeah. how much can they get away with that stuff? Um like I uh, I'm sure they've any user generated stuff, any character creation thing is always gonna be an element of Using licensed properties. But I guess if you're making games for these sort of things, what's the legal line? I guess mm-hmm. It'll be something that will be definitely explored in the foreseeable future. Um I think it's cool. I think, obviously, there's been a massive amount of buzz now about Dreams. We don't have a release date yet, though, do
0: we? No. No. Sometime soon. And by soon, yeah. I mean this year. This year.
1: <laughs> Surely, it's got to be. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's just waiting till then. How, how do you feel about all the people complaining about not getting in the beta? Because th- I think they've got a, a little bit of a legitimate grievance where Mid-Molecule came out and said everyone who was eligible would be able to get into the beta who applied. And there seems to be a lot of people who don't seem to have any issues but didn't get in. Do you think- Well. Is going to be any blowback, all... or do you think it's just one of those things where
0: this was all after the NDA lifted, right? And everyone all yeah. of a sudden wanted to take part in it. Yeah. Well, at that stage, it was kind no, of. There's too a late, lot of people you know? who
1: signed up day one who didn't get in.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a it's a I... it's a beta. They they don't have to. They could let fucking five people in, and it would be within their right, you know. So. No one's paying to get but, into this. It's not a but pre-order but bonus. But said everybody,
1: or, which I think everybody is sort of, the, the people who missed out, I get, like,
0: jumping on that word. Well, just too bad, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, that, <laughs> that's I, my opinion my, my, as well, to a certain extent. I mean, you come off as super entitled. <laughs> that I'm sure that the problem was that more people were trying to get in than the molecular were expecting.
0: Yeah, which would make sense given basically no one fucking cared about this game until 10 minutes ago, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, yeah. years and years this game's been around. This game was at the PS4 reveal event. Yeah. This is how old this game is. It's six years, nearly six years old with the PS4, basically, in in the terms of talking about how long we've been hearing about it and different forms of it. And basically no one gave two shits until uh, uh, all this stuff started coming out about the NDA and what was actually going to be part of it, you know? And and for the most part over the years, whenever I've had to talk about this game to people and I've always had an optimistic mind of, no, I reckon it could be, you know, really cool. Like, I've always thought the the potential of Dreams outweighs its lack of kind of showing anything, (laughs) really, I suppose. (laughs) I I always thought that... If they can pull off what they're talking about, and I have faith because it's to Molecule and they're a great company and look at all the, all the stuff they've done in the past, then I've always thought, you know, Dreams could come out and it could be this really big thing. And I still stand by that. But, of course, over the, over the years, whenever I've talked about Dreams or seen people talk about Dreams online or talk to Dreams with people online, it's always just Dreams has been Sony's, like, dog, that, the dead horse that people have been fucking kicking with jokes It's for been for the news years now.
1: It's been the new uh, Last Guardian.
0: Basically, yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, so when all of a sudden people start seeing all the cool stuff that's coming out of it and be like, fuck, I want to have a go at that, and then Media Molecules estimates of how many people would actually be interested in their beta are quadrupled 10 million times over or whatever happened, you know, then, yeah, I think they can just simply be like, there's way more people interested in this than we had thought because you've been talking shit on us for years so we really didn't expect this many people to have interest I think that makes sense that makes perfect sense to me but yeah. I'm glad that it had a really good beta and cuz I think it's come to an end now or coming to an end like very soon I know I know it was very soon because I saw a tweet yesterday of as of recording or last night at some point I think where they were saying you know make sure you upload your your levels to the, the cloud, basically the server and they'll save them and you'll be able to go back to them and whatever else, when the actual game Finish comes it. out. But if you only save the file on your console, then it's not going to compatib- be compatible with the compatible, actual full yeah. game. So yeah, that, that, but that's another thing that's cool about it is it is a beta, but it's not a wipe. It's like, Hey, all this stuff that you're actually working on. And I think that's why a lot of people were experimenting and going ham is because they were like, well, We'll be able to continue working on this when actual the full game's out. We don't we're not going to lose any progress. There was a um I didn't bring the full story up because I didn't know how much there was to really talk about in relation to it, but I know there was a story about a bunch of people have already got together in dreams, like met up together, you know, as we were talking about before, you know, people that are good at certain aspects and stuff and they've got a title for basically what would be their dreams development studio and they've started creating a, a an ip in the game and it's a third person horror game or something like that and i've released screenshots of what they've done and it looks fucking really cool and they're basically being like yeah we're just going to be working on this for the foreseeable future you know hopefully get some more people in, in, interested and our dream studio name is this or whatever i'm like well sorry happened here we are. <laughs> so this is already dreams. The de- development teams sprouting up out of the the beta, and maybe they'll make a game and a game in dreams, and then they'll actually make themselves into a studio. I don't know. All these weird and interesting things. But yeah, dreams had a really good beta. I'm happy. Any uh, yeah. What do you think thoughts, we hear guess, about a release date? And, uh, not for month plus. Yeah. I I, I think we could potentially hear about one maybe April. I mean, they could do one in
1: the next week or you just do it like a show reel of all the cool stuff people have released, and go, bam, here's the real estate. That would be a cool
0: reveal. Yeah. Best case scenario, that could happen. My thinking is they take back, they're going to take all the, the stats and feedback and what analytics that they've got from the beta probably go over that for you know several weeks to get what they can out of that and then maybe if everything's looking pretty good and there's not much more they they need to do then yeah maybe end of march or towards aprilish they can actually say hey the game will be coming out around this time you know i I think it just depends on how well the beta went on their end and how like for, for what they would perceive as being ready for the release because i think it's very easy to look at everything we've seen coming out of it and be like well surely it's ready surely it's good to go and then it would be the same as for anyone that's been creating the the, the levels and they could look at it and be like well i fucking created look at what i created the game seems good to me what else could you need to do but we don't really know what media molecules s- s- set their standard as for release and if yeah. there's some more and they could be they back-end
1: wanna, stuff that they've seen that we don't problems. know about yeah yeah like oh shit people lose their files if this thing happens (laughs) exactly so we
0: don't know about any of that so as much as it looks like it could be good to go and as the you know they may want to change things with the way uh levels are presented uh little things like to do with the whole you how you play them and how you know what's recommended to you if that's how you're going through the game because of course there's Two player bases, and there'll be a player base that's a mixture, but there's going to be two very distinct player bases. I'm going to be in one of them, which is show me your cool shit I want to play and watch and whatever your cool shit. And there's another side of I'm here to create stuff. And the beta was basically all about creating stuff. And I don't feel like, even though you could play stuff, a lot of it was about curation and all that sort of side on the server side and how they're going to promote people well. and be able to connect people with other people who work together and all these sorts of things so you gotta take all that into account. that's cool though dreams is coming this year for sure don't forget they did make that beta date before the end of last year so they they're not liars if they <laughs> if they say it's coming this year it'll come out the 31st of december <laughs> this is when dreams will be when i believe dreams will be releasing all right let's quickly go over hashtag every trophy counts so anything i quickly wanted to go over was kingdom hearts 3 uh which From all accounts, and I've seen a bunch of people have already got the platinum, is what? A decent yeah. A decently easy platinum. It apparently only takes you between 50 to 60 hours to do, which is actually kind of relatively short, especially for a RPG game, I suppose. Like 50, 60 hours, you're like, Yeah, like that's up there with like some open world games and stuff like that. Most games like uh screen x games are rpgs and stuff jrpgs you'd, you'd expect 100 to 200 hours or so but this is definitely on the short side and compared to other kingdom hearts games it's way easier uh nothing that's missable uh, doesn't require more than one playthrough don't need to play on like a hard difficulty don't need to speed run the game none of this sort of stuff you have to bunch of collectible stuff sure but other yep. than that that's just a grind i guess to a degree and following a walkthrough to help you find all the the hidden Mickeys and yeah. these sorts of things and all the chests in the world. But that that's just a guide. And then other than that, you gotta collect up a bunch of ingredients and whatever else and stuff from worlds. But yeah, that that's just that's just gonna be a grind and a little bit of a combination of luck to see if you get what you need faster. So seems achievable. I'll probably be going yeah. for it. Doesn't seem like it's too too hard. And it's it's I think it's just hard to put into context when you and I are both playing it and in around 10 hours, I guess you're around yeah. where I am now, like roughly 10-ish hours is and it's like it's like f- seems ages away out. from <laughs> yeah, it's like it seems ages away from a finishing the game, but then like getting the plat afterwards. So it's like people saying fifty to sixty hours, it's like I'm ten hours in, I'm fucking the end seems forever away still. So how yeah. how's this seem possible? But uh, from from what I've read, once you finish the game and do certain certain things, it's yeah, following a guide, bit of bit of bit of grinding here and there. I'm sure it'll be easier once people put easy. guides out. <laughs> people already put them out, so if you wanna if you want a, a break from the actual storyline and want to go back to a world you've already done to collect stuff, choice is yours, Ashley. Yeah. Thank you for joining us this week on Platinum Explosion. You can follow me on Twitter at at Viva L-A-D-I-L, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. Where can people follow you at?
1: You can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Hobley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y.
0: Follow the show on Twitter at Plat Podcast. Don't forget to rate the show on Apple Podcasts if you can. Word of mouth, retweet it, do these other things. If you don't want to, just rate it. Please. Then you can join our Discord over at explosionetwork.com slash Discord to talk Kingdom Hearts, Dreams, which we haven't played, but you can talk to us about it and all these other sorts yeah. of things. And this is, of course, a product of the Explosion Network, of which you can find many more shows, articles, news reviews, and much more at explosionnetwork.com. Follow Explosion Network on Twitter at explosionpod. And until next week, I hope all your dreams come true.
1: And by dreams, we mean release date. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>